Welcome to Soul Busy. I'm Rach. And I'm Carly, your CEO and COO sisters. We share unfiltered convo on balancing hustle with mindfulness while running successful businesses with soul and and the the real life between it all. Casey Corbell is a highly sought after celebrity and editorial hair and makeup artist and a beauty hacker who has worked on sets of shoots with us for years and is our personal friend. She has recently had a massive weight loss transformation, losing over 100 pounds. I believe it's 109 to be exact. She's incredible. This weight loss has put her on a path toward understanding her true identity and living in alignment with her highest self and has literally transformed every aspect of her life. She's here today to share her journey with us. Welcome, Casey. Before we begin this episode, we just wanted to have a quick disclaimer. We understand the sensitivity of these topics. It's crucial to note that our experiences are incredibly personal and we do not advocate that you replicate our journeys in any way. Before considering any changes to your diet or your lifestyle, we strongly recommend consulting with a medical professional. Your well-being is our priority, and this podcast is here to inspire and inform, not prescribe. Casey, we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. I am so excited to be here, ladies. Welcome. We love you you. so much. I love you guys so much. And it's our first episode back. Crazy. Soul busy. We're soul busy. We're soul busy. We've been soul busy. You guys are, are literally the definition of soul busy. So are you. I mean, yeah, yeah. You are. Yeah, own well, it. I guess I am too, right? Own it. I love it. That's why Thank you're you. here. Yes, girl. We are soul busy. And when we like sat down to make the list of like what we wanted the next six months of podcast episodes to look like, you came to mind as being that first episode for us just because your journey and your transformation recently has been so impressive. I feel like we kind of got to see it firsthand and be on the journey with you because like we've been on shoot sets together for the last you know year and it's so funny like there's this like one moment I have in my head because me and Casey would always talk like diet things we were fad diets we were doing next and I always. remember this one time I looked at you and you were telling me what you were doing and I was like Casey come on like let's not like do another fad let's do something different and you're like no Carly this is different I remember it like white on rice and literally after that you stuck to it and this is where you are today so I I will never forget that moment for you I remember that day too that was so funny you were like I I always felt bad because I was like don't be negative about it because I was like me and you would be like liver cleanses we were doing like (laughs) keto we were doing all of these things together and we'd be like what are we gonna do next weight watchers all of these things and then you stuck to this one and you really did it I'm really proud of you this is this is the one that stuck the one that changed my entire life so we're a hundred between the three of us we are down 253 pounds total lol which is insane (laughs) so I feel like that's been like the last year for all of us has been that much weight loss super interesting because I feel like we have a lot of synchronicities with how we lost weight. And then I also feel like we have a lot of differences, which I think is going to be a fun exploration today to talk about. I had so many people like pinging me in my DMs and they were like postpartum, like we need advice. Like, how did you do this? I also had people who told me that they thought I took Ozempic. I think everyone thinks Ozempic that. is so hot right now. It Ozempic is, it, is a, so hot. It's a TikTok trend. But honestly, I just saw a TikTok that came up on my feed and it was like, you know someone's not doing Ozempic if they're consistently talking about their weight loss and how somebody else could lose weight. 
fact. Oh, so well, I wasn't talking about it though. So no, I guess I, maybe it. No, I'm it saying adds up. you weren't like talking about it crazy. I'm saying, but like it was something you did talk about. People who are on Ozempic, yeah. they get like nervous to say it for some reason, which I don't think they should. I think everyone should own what works for them. Yeah, like whatever works. But that was something I think people have like fear of saying they're on Ozempic because they're like cheating. Yeah, but I don't believe in that. That's silly. Business. Well, I'm not on fucking Ozempic, so. Bye. Rachel, d- disclaimer, Rachel is oh, yeah. not on Ozempic. I took it as a compliment, but then as it settled in, I was like, wait, no, I busted my ass to lose this weight. Yep. I want the damn credit. Oh yeah. You're like, no shortcuts here, Yeah, man. No fucking shortcuts. And, and no, no, like, it's fine if someone took it, but like mm-hmm. I didn't. And that's where I think like taking shortcuts and, you know, to each their own, if Ozempic works for you, great. Agreed. But if you take a shortcut that's too short, you're really not changing like who you are as a human being and you're just really likely to put it back on. You're not changing your lifestyle. Absolutely. Like, this is a quick fix for now. We'll drop the weight and then you go back to how life was before and you totally. go back to how you were before. Well, it doesn't stick. There's does not. people who want to lose weight for so many different reasons. For me, I was always overweight. Like it was like part of who I was. And I know like we share that, but it's, it's funny. It's like you can never like lose pe- people on TikTok posts and they're like, I remember how it is to be a fat person or an overweight person, whatever weight, whatever way they say it. And I know what it's like to be a skinny person. And now I have both perspectives because some people will never know what it's like to live in a fat person's body, to be completely honest. It's a very interesting perspective. Well, I have different perspectives because I've known the feeling of losing weight, being middleweight of where I want to be, feeling that like uh, taste of skinniness. It, It feels different. It's not the same, but like there's a lot of mental work that goes into oh, this. Oh, hell yeah. That you could either lose all the weight quick hack and then gain it all back. I've done that before. I've done that before. Um, or you lose the weight and you prepare for those habits after you lost the weight. You're thinking which, ahead. Yeah, which I never used to think ahead. And now I'm like, that's the number one thing on my mind. Like after my wedding, I'm like, 80-20, Carly. 80-20, don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget mm-hmm. these habits. Oh, I won't I'm let you so forget. I'm so scared. I won't forget. Well, I'd like to just back up a little. And Casey, why, why don't we all kind of explain like what we did to like arrive at this weight loss and like also maybe explain like what caused you to get to that point? Because I think, Carly, you led into a really nice part of this conversation where it's like, what was your why to lose this weight, you know? I think it's important to back up a little bit for in in my life and to what Carly was saying, it's part of your identity. Yeah. Being a a heavy person, even back to when I was 10, 11, 12 years old and I was not overweight, I was always big boned. I was always muscular and tall. And to me, because I was a size four, six and my friends were a double zero, I was the fat one. A hundred percent. And I wasn't looking back. I'm like, Oh my God, I would, I would kill to have that body. It's constant body dysmorphia. It's It's horrible. I mean, and growing up in the late nineties, horrible. I definitely felt that too. It's horrible. Yeah. So, you know, by comparison, I was the fat friend, right? The fat. So I, took on the always role. burned being called fat too, like in middle well, school. Now I don't, that's not part of my vocabulary, but like now just describing how I felt back then, I'm using that word because it is so triggering. Yeah. Fat, funny friend. The fat, funny that friend. Me. Right. <laughs> and fat, funny girl. I took F-F-F. on just thinking about triple how, F. <laughs> the, the, the triple F. Hey, the triple F. Wasn't there a movie about that? I, like, don't know. I forget. Um, so I took on that identity and I embodied that person for most of my adult life, wow. right? So as you grow up and you 
have more stress in your life and more responsibility and you just trying to fit in socially and you're feeling rejection and you're, you're trying to like cope and numb and you keep putting weight on. And as I entered into my career, into straight up hustle culture, where I was working 78, 80 hours a week trying to make it happen, trying to make a name for myself, I abandoned my body. And that's when I really put on a ton of weight because mm. you feel real world stress, real life stress. And I'm working around these beautiful models every day. I was just going to say, I think people need to understand too, like you're a top makeup artist and hairstylist in Boston. Like I would even go as far as to say New York, you're highly sought after, like I mentioned earlier, but you're also around top models every fucking day. The comparison is horrible. So like that, I wonder, I always wonder for you, like how that must've felt or like how that affected that journey for you. You know, it was really interesting. You would think that I would be more like, oh my God, look at them. They're so perfect. And I'm not, I almost blocked it out. Understood. Yeah. Because it helped me. Right. And people would always be like, you're so beautiful, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, your face is so pretty. You're so, you're such such a pretty face. Oh, Jesus. That has been said to me since I was literally two years old. Yeah. Your yeah. face is so pretty. I just got I'm the like, chills because it's like I'm people like, probably don't realize. I'm like, what that deals? What do you? What does that mean? What does mm-hmm. that mean? My face is so pretty. Hmm. Hmm. You know, so my body's not. I'll kick you on the floor. <laughs> I'll kick you on the floor, dude. But you know, it didn't affect me. Maybe subconsciously. Maybe maybe it was just like a coping mechanism to to kind of have to block it out. You know, because these these women are perfect. You know, by society's standards. Um. So uh, it's something, uh, yeah, I guess it, it may have affected me in a, in a subconscious way. How did yeah. you lose the weight though? Like what was your path? So the breaking point, let me tell you the freaking breaking point. Like tell I us. think I had just tried keto again for the hundredth time because it does work. It works quickly, but it's not sustainable for women. That What I'm finding out now is you got to cycle in and out of it. Your hormones get fucked up if you stay in keto for too long and there's only so much you can do. So I was scrolling on TikTok, my favorite, my favorite, late one night. And there was this guy who was like, you know, let me teach you how to lose 20 to 45 pounds in six weeks. And I'm like, I'm like, it sounds like bullshit, but um, I'm listening. I love love his videos. But I'm desperate, so let's go. But but there's like two pizza boxes in my apartment and some empty (laughs) pints of ice cream right now. But I just ate an entire bag of Sour Patch Kids, family size. My my vice was um, smart food popcorn. Oh, what? Right? I still Dude, eat popcorn now that's in the this new lifestyle. Well, in Ben and Jerry's. Like, I together. have a replacement for that for you that well, I've been eating late, late at night. Okay. Lesser evil, lesser evil, white cheddar popcorn. I've tried that. Mm. Very, very good. Low carb. Love it. So he's like, there's 20 to 45 pounds in six weeks. I'm like, eh. but yeah, I'm listening. So I did my research. I went on the website. It's called the Metabolism Reboot. And there were like hundreds of testimonials that were consistent with this claim. And I was like, there's no, I'm like, okay, so there's some proof here. So let me just dive in a little bit deeper. I booked a call with him. It's like 45 minute call where you talk about your goals, see if you're a good fit for the program because it's, it's not a fit for everybody. And I decided to do it. That was like late March. I started early April and nine months later, I was 106 pounds lighter than I am now. I was finding that number funny, the nine months. It's like, it's how long it takes to make a baby and it's how long it takes to remove the baby. Or birth a whole new identity. A birth an identity. Mm. That diet that you, so I love those videos that he posts. I I agree with a lot of the things that he says. Who's he? Let's give him the Jared. His name is, yeah, Jared Jared. McDonald. I don't know him, but I, I, um, after you did it, like I reached out a couple of times that diet is hard. 
It is. That diet is very hard. And I give you the utmost credit to stick to that because mm-hmm. it's, it's not easy. The preparing of the meals and those type of things, mm-hmm. very hard for me. And I really give you a lot of credit for it. Yeah. So you stuck to it for nine months. You're still in it right now, or you're in a different path. So there is a whole offboarding to nice. this program. It's, Which you loved. That was something that yeah. was big for you. You know, and sticking to the, just the eating principles of this program doesn't work. It is really is kind of like a a multifaceted synergistic program and it consists of like all different parts, which is why I think it it's like Work the perfect, for you. you know, recipe for success. But to come off of it, there's an eight month offboarding program. Smart. So you just learn how to be a person in society again. And it's basically the principles of paleo 80% of the time, but there's like a weekly meeting, like a lifestyle meeting, just so you just, for me, community is huge, huge. Um, I'm, I'm all about coaching, all about community, always have been. So you kind of find out what works for you personally. You talk about what, you, what your goals are. Maybe you want to lose a little more weight. Maybe you're training for a race. Maybe you want to build muscle. He will tweak whatever you want. To fit he's like, you, yeah. And he knows that I'm into fasting, and he's a big proponent of fasting too as, you know, to help you lose weight or to help you maintain weight and kind of live a more relaxed life and just Free. stop the battle with food, essentially. Yep. Yeah. Cool. cool. That's incredible. So yeah. Carly, why don't you, you go? Why don't you explain how much weight you've lost and what this journey has been like for you and like what your why is? So my journey has been lifelong. So it's like I've always lost weight for certain events or like for certain things in my life that I wanted to lose weight for, which this time was not different to that. Like I lost I was losing weight for my wedding specifically. But which is in two weeks. Which is in two weeks. Yeah, yes. Wait. Um, Puke. but I've been, over, I've been, I know it's crazy. Correct. That's crazy. By the time you listen to this podcast, I will be getting married in two days and not talking to anybody. So, um, don't ask me if I'm ready. You I'll be I mean? arriving at the airport with all my and hair and Casey, makeup stuff. Casey's coming. He's coming. Be the three of us. <laughs> so my journey has been since I was little, like I've always been bigger. I've always been overweight. It's always been something that I needed to, to, rid the demon of. Mm. It was never something that like I knew how to control. The problem for weight loss for me, it's like an ego thing. Like there was never a quick fix for me. There was never like this one thing that I was going to do that was like going to change my life with food. It was more about being skinny. Totally. It, It was never about this mental state of changing my identity until this time. And I don't know if it was my age or if I was like ready to listen to myself um, I think I know what the answer to your question is. I'll, I'm going to go into it. Yeah, after, I don't, I don't know if, what it was, but this time was very different for me. Although I didn't lose as much during this year as I wanted to, I gained like a whole different perspective of like who I want to be after this, which was different for me. And I learned that from you when you first did that, I was like, what is she talking about? But now I realize like it was a whole mentality thing for me Definitely. rather than just, this skinniness or fitting into jeans. Like it's not as much that anymore for me. Well, Um, I want to say something though about observing you, but also observing myself. And I don't know if you can relate to this, but I think that there's also a layering of education that comes with food intake, a hundred exercise intake that you have to sort of unlearn from society as well, or from your surroundings. Like, you know, you think it's workout, workout, workout. You think it's, you know, eat, eat, eat like this. I didn't work out during my weight loss journey. I just started. So like, I think that there's a lot of things too, like you've layered education 
on like what an ingredient means. And so I think that the reason this time is different for you, whether you lost as much as you wanted or you didn't or what whatever that detail is, you gained a foundational education that you can carry with you past the wedding yeah. for your why and so that you know what to do now. Well, that's why I'm accepting it. Like I don't, I'm cool with it. Like I mean, 60 pounds is a lot of weight. I'm not like worried about like the number, but I used to be. Like I used to be like, holy crap, I need to get to this number. I'm like freaking out. And like, I definitely want to still lose 10 pounds before my wedding. So see it at my seven day fast girls. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. We're going to talk about fasting. Yeah, we'll talk about fasting. But so for me, I originally wanted to lose the weight for my wedding, but now I want to lose the weight for myself. I want to get pregnant after the wedding and I don't want to carry a baby in my body in an unhealthy body. Mm. So that also fueled that as well for me. Um, but also like, I'm done with her. I'm done with my overweight Carly. I don't, I don't want to be her anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think overweight Carly also came with like bad habits. Yeah. I just, too, I'm that, not, like, you don't, you're outgrown. It, I don't think people realize this is that your weight affects so much for me. I don't know if that's for other people, but like sometimes the weight can be the root of all of your evil. It, I didn't feel like I wanted to go out to dinner with my friends. I didn't want to get my outfit on. I didn't want to, you know, go out and eat in front of people or meet new people. That was like not something I wanted to do. Like I wanted to sit in my bed, eat pizza and cake and watch One Tree Hill. That's like what I wanted to do. <laughs> and, and I know people can relate to that, but like there's more to life than that. So and how did you lose this? I'm going to tell Carly, you. Tell us. So I wasn't getting my period for a while, which I was hiding from myself. And I was like, oh. I think everyone listening could probably say thank you for your honesty and saying that. I wasn't getting my hard. period. And I was like pretending like I was for some reason. So like, I didn't really tell anyone that. And I didn't get it for about, I don't know, eight, maybe nine months, maybe a year. I can't remember, but we'll go with a year. Um, and I was scared to go to the doctor because as an overweight person, I know what the doctor's going to say to me. They're going to say, you need to lose weight. And again, an ego thing for me is like, I am strong in a lot of aspects of my life. And it was pissing me off that I wasn't strong in my like health. I was like, what, what do you like? You can do all these things. You can't lose weight. I used to you're say a that. Fucking bitch. Like, Something's got to give you're fucking like you're a bitch. Basically. I would give myself my own talk and be like, it's honestly embarrassing that you can do all these things. And like weight loss is your vice. Like, come on. So, or like your weight loss is something you can't do. Or like my dad's super fit. And like, I want to make him proud. Like I want to, you know what I mean? Like that's important yeah. to me. Um, so when I went to the doctor, she was like, I don't, I thought I had PCOS at first. She was like, I don't think you have PCOS. I, I, I had some symptoms of it. Um, but she was like, I honestly think it's your BMI. She was like, you carry way too much weight around your stomach. And I was like, I know. And she was like, it's like time to lose the weight. Like she, I'm very holistic in that way too. Like I didn't really want to take medicine. I didn't really want to induce my period, but she said, um, I needed to, because I had a lot of tissue that like was built up for that whole year. And it was scary. Like, it scared me. I, I, I scared myself enough to be like, you need to be honest with your doctor right now and, like, talk to them. So I did that. Um, I love my doctor. Um, if you don't like your doctor, find a new one because there were definitely a couple that, like, I didn't agree with. Um, we did end up putting myself on metformin, um, which did help me regulate my periods. I surrendered to the medicine. I was like, whatever I'm going to do to get my body healthy, like, I'm going to do it. Um, I started getting my period. And I lost about 60 pounds. At first I signed up with this Instagram model in January. Um, and she had a community and she had like this app and like, you talk to all these women, not for me community. I'm not knocking your community. 
Um, but I actually hated it. I dreaded the Wednesday talks that we had. Um, I literally was like, <laughs> can you imagine? I, know, I, I just, she had a community. You had to hit 10,000 steps a day. You had to drink X amount of water, which those two habits I did love. Um, but the food and the calorie deficit did not work for my hormonal body. Oh, yeah. Um, so it was a big calorie deficit. It was like turkey sandwiches with like 50 grams of protein and like you could eat the mayo and the bread, which like appealed to me. Cause I was like, I want to eat normal foods and lose weight. Um, I did it for two months and I, I lost a good amount of weight, like 15 to 20 pounds, but it was not sustainable for my brain. It just did not work for me. Um, so I canceled with her and I went back to low carb, same, similar as Rachel. Um, no, no keto, like no high fat. It wasn't that for me. It was more just like low carb foods, vegetables, as much protein as I possibly could, as healthy as I possibly could. Like I was trying to stay away from like the keto puddings. Keto and can like be really disgusting. The keto cakes and the oh, keto yeah. processed food and the keto crackers. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had to do that sometimes because I was like, I love food and I need to have food. Um, but I allowed myself the cheat meals that I wanted to, which is why I think my weight loss is a little bit slower, but I'm happy you know? Um, so I also incorporated working out that and was, you look damn good in your wedding dress. Thank you. Ooh, um, I got my so wedding beautiful. dress five sizes smaller than I was. And my mom looked at me and was like, should we like not get it that small? And I was like, I'm getting it that small. I sure remember um, that moment. And I was like, she's Don't aggressive. Um, and it does fit. It literally is like one centimeter Almost away there. from getting me. I, I think I was just getting my period when I tried it on last. <gasps> hey, getting um, your period. So yeah, I was getting my period. So I did low carb, but I um, went to the gym the whole year this year. It wasn't like consistent every week, but it was a point that I had made to like be someone who works out and like cares about like moving my body. That was never something I cared about, was never something I knew about. Um, so again, low carb, fasting, um, I started with the 16-8, um, which is where I ate from 11 to 7 p.m. And I loved it. I loved it. Um, and then I started in incorporating some larger fasts. So I would do 24 hours. I would do 36. And now recently I'm trying out 72. Um, and I just, I, fasting makes me feel on top of this world. And it makes me not only feel on top of this world, it makes me think less about food. And I'm not like constantly being like, I need to, what's my next meal? What's my next meal? What's my next meal? What am I going to eat? What's going to satisfy me? It reframes me? your mind. Yeah. So well, it, it reframes your, your chemistry and your body. hundred percent. Combined with drinking water too. Like those type of things I never used to do. I'd be like, whatever. I'm not drinking water. Um, now I try to get a certain amount a day. And like, I just had healthy habits that I'm going to continue. And I know that I'm never going to not go to the gym now. It's going to be something that like, I hope my whole team around me like holds me accountable for that too oh honey i'm not going um, anywhere but yeah so <laughs> if i had to conclude on that whole moment intermittent fasting low carb high protein water walking thank you Love that you're that welcome wonderful appreciate that going into my journey a little bit i think my journey started for me when i like i think it was probably I could go back to my wedding in 2019. Like I lost a lot of weight for my wedding. I was a really low weight. And the way that I did that was by going to like boot camps in the morning. And like, I don't think my food game was on point because I was like coming off of keto and I was grossed out by meat. And so I was like going this vegan vegetarian route, which actually was hard because it was a lot of carbs. So I lost all this weight, it was looked amazing. And then COVID hit. 
And I think I spiraled because I was really stressed about the businesses closing. Like I was so freaked out. I was like, what, what does this look I mean, like? Who wasn't hungry during COVID? Well, we were doing like pizza Friday. At I home. was extra hungry during COVID. I was also trying to get pregnant and yeah. I was like stressed about trying to get pregnant. And so I gained in that time frame. I think like about 30 pounds during COVID. Then I got pregnant and then I was got pregnant up. So in weight. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah. So I got pregnant. Hallelujah. So happy. My little baby Lily. And then I had her and I was obviously up 50 pounds from giving birth, you know, lost some of the baby weight a little bit, but I got pregnant three and a half months later. So then I had Sadie. I still can't believe that, by the way. It's wild. Well, so the weight almost like stayed on your body. Though, the weight stayed on my body. Because you didn't have a yeah. chance to lose it. I didn't have, no, I didn't have a chance to do and anything. And you can't really lose weight when you're pregnant. No. You, so, oh, you definitely. Yeah, you no, can't. No, not, not really. You I know definitely you can. can't. That's a fear of mine too. Um, you have to actually gain weight. And I know. You have to be okay with that. So it's actually a very like life altering moment when you're going to the doctor and they're like, we want you to have gained this much weight. I also had a doctor at one point look at me and told me they wanted me to only gain 15 pounds for my entire pregnancy, which really stressed me out because I had gained 50 organically. I think when also, I mean, I'm the only one in this room who's been pregnant, so I can just speak from the future. What's difficult is you can hide behind the baby a little bit with what you eat. So you kind of, it fucks Great. you up a little bit. Well, Bagels. I'm just speaking from your future. It fucks you up because you also feel sick. So you like are like craving carbs and like the baby needs you to be well and you need to be well. And like, you also need to function. So when you're craving those things and like, you just want to be okay, you also are eating all the shit that you are usually trying to avoid. So for me, like I love it's like the mind. Fuck. It is a mind. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I, it's a whole different nature of, but also it changed how I lost weight. I'll explain that. But essentially, I would like love a Dunkin's drive-through. Like to me, the accessibility of like a donut was wild in my pregnancy. I would sit in, in parking lots alone, quietly eating rainbow sprinkle donuts, like living but, too many times. But listen to how fucked up that is in our like society. Is like, I if I went through the drive-through and ordered a donut, I would be like pretending. I would be on the phone being like, "Oh, it's for my brother." Like that's, that's how, fucked. No, it's fucked. Like you going too. through, mm. you going through the drive-through and eating a donut, being like, "Holy shit!" My normal life, I would never do this. Yeah, like has to. We have to get it rid of to that. Go. It has to. Well, go. I think that that's part of all of our journeys is we've let go of that because I think we all share that. Essentially, I had two babies in fourteen months. I went up fifty-five pounds with Sadie um, again. So I was like the highest when I looked at the scale. I was so fucking horrified. I'm overly confident, so when I looked in the mirror, I didn't actually see it. Until I'm like, after it? now, it's all you weigh. <laughs> um, it was a scary time what I weighed when I gave birth. And then I knew that I did not want to get pregnant fat again. I knew that it was an internal job for me. So I went to my journal. That was how I lost my weight. And I, I was like, I'm creating, I knew fasting worked for me. And I knew keto, hardcore keto didn't. Cause I'm like mainly vegetarian. I only eat chicken occasionally and turkey occasionally. So I went back to the things I knew I liked and I made a plan. So that plan for me was a fasting schedule that I stuck to for almost a year now. And that fasting schedule was exactly what I'm about to describe to you. Monday, I ate one meal starting at 6.30 p.m. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. you did a 24-hour fast. I did a 24-hour yeah. fast from Sunday. Um, Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday, I ate from... Um, 12.30, I began eating and stopped at 6.30 when my kids were done eating. I was done eating, so I cut myself off. Yep. Um, and so after I made dinner, that was it. And I ate low carb during that time timeframe. Um, not no carb, low carb, 
like, I just didn't want to be like zero carbs. I think we can all agree that that was like not the vibe. Um, not good for female hormones, not good for anything really not good for my mind, but I also was not vibing with counting calories. No, I was not vibing with like all the shitty snacks. So I did educate myself on like what was healthy and what wasn't too, so that I can like enjoy Friday and Saturday, uh, excuse me, Saturday and Sunday, I gave myself leniency. So like I, if like, if I, what I did is I became mindful to the event I was at. So let's say there was a birthday party or graduation party, or I went to the Cape and I wanted a muffin or I wanted a donut or I wanted something that was in front of me. I, I gave myself a pause and I was like, do you want this bad enough to do this? And if you do, what will you do after? Because to me, I would binge like in the past and I'd be like, oh, I already ate it. So I'm let me binge. just like keep eating unhealthy now, right? I'm already on this path. Let me just fuck it up more. That's God like my- if you do that on a Monday, then you're like, well, this week's. No, fuck, oh fuck, my God, amen. Like, oh, this week's M- over. That's my, fuck this week. That's my MO. I'll be like, oh, I'm going out to dinner Saturday. Fuck Plus. it. Yeah. I'm going to gain all the weight anyways. So it was about the segmentation for fuck me it. of my mind. Like I'm okay with having the cheat meal. Now I want to just say that with an asterisk. Is that an asterisk? The star. Star. Asterisk. Asterisk. Thank you. There were times when I did not cheat and I am going to call it cheating. I'm not like about the language, whatever, like call it what you want to call it. Like to me, it's cheating. Just going off your plan. Going off my plan. Yeah. Like eating something that's like technically described as unhealthy. I did that during some phases, but also identified the phases I was not doing that. So I would, that's when I would go down in weight Mm -hmm. is when I like gave myself a two week span of time where I was like, no, we will not be eating that way during this time frame. Mm-hmm. And then I knew the times that I was allowed to do that. <laughs> they actually say it's good for you to fuck your metabolism like that. Oh, though. I fucked my metabolism yeah, all over the place. Yeah, no, but you're supposed to do that. I think sometimes I didn't lose as much weight because I didn't fuck my metabolism because I was like, <laughs> well, we you're, just you're this like fuck your unfucking your metabolism. No, unfucking, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just funny because like it literally, I actually think that that might be the reason you kept losing so consistently. Yeah, well, I would lose in chunks, right? And then I would do a three-day fast, which is 72-hour fast. I just want to state, I think some people who are uneducated in fasting, like just think it's like a form of anorexia, which I think a lot of people, like I had to do a lot of education. It's like also very, it cleanses your cells. Or a form of starvation. Like that's not- Yeah, I'm not just like starving myself for fun. No, I'm not starving myself. I'm also doing it for cellular cleansing and also the autophagy autophagy of my cells. So like I have done a lot of research, like the health benefits. I will say, forget about weight loss for a second. My immunity, when everyone else around me is sick, Mm -hmm. I am never fucking sick. Oh, anytime someone is sick, I will- Anytime, if say someone, I do, I'm face to face with people all the time. Someone's coughing and someone's sick and I'm like, shit, I might get- I might catch what they what they got. I'll just fast because your immune system just oh gets so ramped up. It's, it's wild. It protects your body because so your many cells ways. recognize what you're doing and they go into a new state. You can look into it like a three. It, we did a three day water fast. Actually, the three of us right now are inside of a 72 hour fast together. We are. We decided to go into this I podcast having, authentically. No, but you don't. You guys don't realize like doing it together like makes it easier because I'm like, okay, they're not doing it. I'm definitely not breaking. I think that's Casey's point on community. So I think everybody's community looks different. Like to me, you guys actually were part of my community. Well, I like this community. I love this community. I like a smaller community. Like I don't like like group Zooms. I'm not a group Zoomer. I, you know? I love a group Zoom, girl. I'm, I'm like, sorry. hey, Casey, who needs help? Sorry, I Casey. fucking I'm hate sorry. a group Zoom. I'm sorry. But you're good at talking to people. It's not my MO. What, how long did it take you to lose the weight? 
Um, so I gave myself about two to three months postpartum, like, cause that's a very hectic time of life too. When you have like yeah. a newborn, but I had breastfeeding and I did not breastfeed. Oh, okay. I went straight to motherfucking formula. Um, <laughs> it, she's a CEO. As she I'm should. A, it was more for me about like, I didn't think that my baby would be harmed by formula. So I was like, if I can be selfish and put myself first and also my baby's happy and my baby sleeps, let's fucking go. So, <laughs> but that's a hectic phase in your life. It was especially hectic for me because I had babies that were 14 months apart. So yeah. I did allow myself some grace where I was like, okay, you can have two to three months, like go to Cheesecake Factory, like do your thing, like all the things you want to do. Then I was like, time to start. And I did not work out for the entire time. I would say that I have lost 84 pounds and that given is like the day I gave birth. So that was like, including baby physically inside me. I've lost 84 pounds and I would say about 10 months. That's incredible. It yeah. is amazing. Do you guys want to know like the nitty gritty of what like- Very what much so. Okay. So I'm going to take a sip of water first. Please. Oh, well, we need to hydrate. We do need to hydrate. In our lifestyle. There's Element Electrolytes, not sponsored. Fantastic. <laughs> Lauren loves that. Mango chili. Rachel and I love the Ultima. Yeah, we do Ultima or Ultima. The mango chili makes you feel like you're drinking a margarita. It's like unreal. I don't have a, that's another thing. Alcohol for me was never a thing. Oh God. And so I, when I didn't drink it, I love red wine. We love red wine. Mm -hmm. But when I didn't drink it, like this whole year, basically I barely drank except for like my bachelorette party and like a couple other nights. That helped me. Oh, you yeah, have to let go of alcohol. That's if, one of the if first. If you want to, it's just like, mm -hmm. because your body burns that alcohol because it's a toxin in your body first. So it stops the weight loss and starts burning the alcohol. So you, yeah. it takes longer. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like people, the first thing they ask me, did you drink? Can you drink? I'm like, no, dude, sorry. You can, if you want to slow your progress. Right. But if you want to just go like balls to the wall, like I did, then drinking is not a part no, of no. your you life. Went, you went balls to the wall, girl. Balls well, the wall. No I think more like green. anything we talk about on this podcast, it's about following, following the end goal and moving backwards from that goal. So like you were like, I want to go hardcore. I want to be aggressive. So that's a sacrifice you made to achieve that goal. Yeah. And I knew, you know, in the, in the scheme of my life, nine months was, was not a long time and I'm glad I did it this way. Um, okay. So the metabolism reboot, it consists of three different phases in terms of the actual um, program, but then it incorporates things like yeah, community, like I talked about, which I love. No, I love it I for love you. It. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is how you do it. Tell us. This is how you do it. So the first two days are like a loading phase and this sounds crazy. So you eat 5,000 calories each day. Can you eat anything you want? You can, you, you, you kind of shouldn't cause you'll feel like shit the next day. So I tried to do it healthy. There were a couple of times I absolutely didn't like 4th of July. Did you get McDonald's? I'd go straight no. to Krispy Kreme. I, McDonald's, oof, the chemicals, man, I can take and like, ugh. I would, I, definitely I would totally had get McDonald's french fries. One of the loading days was on 4th of July and I was like, hot dogs, Please be cream. careful with your words right now. I am so fucking hungry. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm like oh yeah, so you don't hungry. like a McDonald's french fry? Oh, Casey. I, it has a diminishing return to me. The first two bites are awesome. And then it's a diminishing return. I don't want it I would it never call McDonald's French fries a diminishing return. All of it's diminishing. There's three things Except for I the want. Except the McFlurry is not diminishing. Mm, it's no, good I all that's the way a staple. My children are made of Oreo McFlurries. We should McFlurries. get those wedding days. Wedding day, we should get McFlurries <laughs> delivered to <laughs> oh, Literally yeah. made up of McFlurries. So loading phase. And essentially what this is doing is it's communicating to your primal body that we are not in famine. We are in feast mode. You're fucking with your you metabolism. Are, it, all your body wants to feel is safe at the end of the day, right? So you're communicating to your body that, okay, we're safe. Like we are 
good to lose weight. So then you go straight into the releasing phase, which is six weeks. And it's a combination of lean protein, vegetables, lots of cruciferous vegetables. And then there are free vegetables, which you can have like an unlimited amount of and fruits. So it's not completely low carb. So that's for six weeks. And this is where you'll lose the bulk of the weight or almost all of the weight. But technically you're putting your body in keto. You, you're in you, ketosis. You right? it's, it's, a, it's a fasting mimicking it diet is. is what it is. Yeah. So you're still, you're still in a fasted state, but you're eating food. And you do an 18-hour fast each night. So essentially you stop eating at 6 p.m. the night before and eat lunch the next day. There's strategic supplementation, which is so important um, for this program where you are so restrictive and you are putting your body under stress. This is why you can only do the releasing for six weeks. <coughs> you will, at, at that point, damage your metabolism. It's scientific. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you want to make sure... So the supplementation, you're supporting your HPA access, you're supporting your detox pathways, you're hydrating, you're remineralizing your body, and your you know, so probiotics, psyllium husk, um, aminos, digestive enzymes, which are so important if you're eating like a lot of protein, you want to be able to utilize all that protein, and that's what digestive enzymes will do. I believe in down. those things though, because me and you went back and forth. I'm like, do I need those? Oh, 100%. Like, do I like because if you put your body, I've put my body into a state of like starvation where I can tell my body during my period is holding on to weight because it's like scared it's not going to get food and if you do that you won't lose weight mm-hmm. so you have to break through that yeah for oh, sure absolutely um so yeah fasting strategic supplementation and so you have coaches right so you can talk to them every day there's a group call every week where you can talk about your wins your your losses your Hold struggles you accountable accountability is huge because you know like like how you said Carly you've been spending this time both of you've been spending this time educating yourselves as to what's healthy and you know just kind of doing research and diving in like I feel like I've done that research for so many years and just couldn't implement it Mm. myself I knew I don't think you could implement the right combo Mm -hmm. that's the thing I think the combo matters Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? about? It's nice to follow something too, though. Yeah. It's well, nice I, to have rules. Yeah. Like I said, I need a program. I love coaching. I love like strict parameters. Help me in a way. If it is too open-ended, I'll, I'll kind of fly off. And this is just what I've learned about myself. Well, that's like Weight Watchers. I feel like mm-hmm. I've tried that so many times and it was so open-ended that like at the end of the day, when I was at like 21 points, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> what can I eat now? I know. Is, and it doesn't matter what you eat. I'm like, that's right. so it, like doesn't ridiculous. make sense. That doesn't work for everyone though. Like when you have hormonal issues, like in your insulin resistant, like carbs don't do well with my body unless they're sweet potato mm-hmm. or well, kind of sweet potato. Case, you need to know your body. That's like, why this journey is interesting like, for all of us. I will eat a piece of bread like currently right now, any single time, even when I was like the most overweight, I would gain like five pounds overnight. Mm-hmm. So like it's kind carbs, of messed up. you know what it, it's like, and well, then gluten, you know, you could have an inflammatory hundred intolerance. I, yeah. Inflamed yeah. like crazy. Yeah, dude. So what was the next phase? Um, so, you know, they really encourage you to get good sleep and essentially all of it is like about reducing cortisol as well, right? Reducing the stress hormone because cortisol body. is what causes you to gain belly fat as we all know. And that dangerous, like annoying visceral, visceral fat. Fat. The it's, worst. It's a stress response. And I like looking back on my career, I was like, I think I was in either like fight or flight mode or running off pure adrenaline for 13 years of my life. I never focused on reducing my stress. So this program focuses on that. So get your sleep, take your magnesium before you go to bed. Use you don't work out during the six weeks of releasing. I think by that the way. that is something we need to discuss because I think it is a common misconception mm-hmm. about working out. 
Oh, huge, because you're just increasing cortisol. Us women are just like burning our adrenals out. They think, okay, I'm going to sign up to like orange theory and not eat. And you're, you're going to burn out your adrenals. You're going to fuck up your hormones. It's just really not good. So community aspect, you have, there's a Facebook group, you get coaches, weekly calls, you get so much support. And another thing that they really focus on is um, shifting your identity, mm. which was huge for me because, and the reason why is willpower only goes so far, mm. right? You can only resist something with willpower for so long until you break and you say, fuck it, I'm going back to how I was. So you really need to change who you are fundamentally as a human being. And this was, you know, not the main focus of the program, but this resonated with me so much that I took it and I fucking ran with, with it. it yeah. And I took a whole nother program specifically about identity shifting. And that's what I did. I was like, okay, I gave her a name. Her name is Elle. That's my future self. And I love who Elle. is she? I love her. Like, this is Elle now girls and we have another identity we're shifting into her name is Celine so this is a really simple way to think about it so say you're like a vegan right that is part of your identity most vegans are really strong in that identity right and if you offer a vegan a piece of bacon they don't have to use willpower to turn it down that's a good example because it's part of who you are fundamentally same if you're like not a smoker you're not tempted by cigarettes you're, you're not a smoker you know so I wrote down I dreamed up this person I was like, this is Elle, this is how she lives her life, this is how she relates to people, this is how she is in social settings, she prioritizes her health, she doesn't self-abandon, she loves herself unconditionally, and I would do walking meditations on the beach every day, just kind of drilling in this new person, and eventually one day I woke up and I, I was her. So there's, there's a lot to say. It's crazy. It's, it's What profound. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Something, That's I'm so happy for you. Yeah, me too. You I remember... The exact time, the exact moment I quantum leaped into L. Like, it's crazy. I actually do too, because I have been on set of so many shoot productions with you, like over the course of our career. And I remember there was like this really large chunk of time. I think you probably like were in it, like in your head and you would wear the same thing to every shoot. Mm -hmm. It was that leopard. Oh God. Thing. Fucking leopard. I... I, I still have to, it. I, I have, I got rid of it in my closet. I had the same thing and mm -hmm. you would wear like a black thing, like almost like you were hiding. Oh, I was hiding. I know that feeling of like the oversized free people thing that like makes you feel skinnier or whatever. And I used to think like, I feel, I know why you're doing that. Mm -hmm. And I would feel like sad because like, I know that that's the fucking worst feeling on the planet. Yeah. And then I remember one day you came to the shoot set and you had a new outfit on mm -hmm. and you, I remember complimenting you on the outfit and I was like, here she is. I think that's when you Whew. became L. Yeah. And and I remember being like, wow, look at her. I think you were wearing it might have been like on set of the Crown the Cool shoot where we were like, you would come in a blazer and I think you were wearing like sneakers. Yes. And I was like, here she is. <laughs> um, but I think it's funny too, because like outsider perspectives can feel and see that energy, you know, that like you were putting into yourself. And I do think it's cool that one collective day it just came to life yeah. a big thing happened you know totally. but it's a lot of hard work which is why I think for me it was a little offensive when people would say like Ozempic because it was like one random day everybody noticed because at first people don't notice you're losing weight right either you know what I mean which I think makes it challenging mm -hmm. it's not gratifying yeah you know like you have to be gratified alone yeah well, you know validation's nice a little yeah you know. I love it validation's like great of course best feeling a compliment's I mean, great 
something about the identity shift that you were talking about is like, I, I have thoughts as an overweight person that I'm sure like even things I've said previous, you're like, yeah, I've thought of that. Mm-hmm. Or TikTok has been a really good um, outlet for me because I'm like dying laughing that other people feel similar things or think similar things as me, which TikTok kind of changed my- Casey's point on community. No, no. I get what you're saying. I don't- I'm saying I that. prefer um, like a small, a quiet community. A quiet community. Yeah. I like community, not me being involved in it. Well, I'm just that noting, makes any sense? I'm noting one theme though of this conversation is like, you have to decide what that community looks like to you. Yeah. I think it's a tying theme of all three of us. Mm-hmm. We all had people we leaned on to go on this journey together that like yeah. understood that this journey was happening. You have to decide what that community looks like. Well, for you. something I think about too, as a mid-sized person at this point, I have the thoughts of like, oh my God, like being healthy is a full-time job. Oh my God, it's exhausting. And I never knew that though. Like I- Until it becomes who you are. No, but like I never, like I, you talk about an identity or you talk about being in a fat person body or like I even watch my fiance. I'm like, you're eating pizza and you're pissing me off because you're not going to gain any weight from this. <laughs> and then you're going to have something sweet and it's you're eating pizza me. and you're pissing me off. You're pissing me off. And then he's going to go to the gym and like, a, like a healthy person would. And then Monday through Friday, he's going to meal prep and take the chicken and microwave it and eat the broccoli. And I'm like, you're, you're pissing me off um, that you're just going to do that. But it's really annoying. No, no, you're really annoying. But, yeah. but I, I think to myself too, is like, it, it really is a full-time job. Like after wedding, pre-wedding, 10 years from my wedding, like you have to think and prepare to also be this new healthy person. And I, and I think just remembering that it does require work and it, it never ends. There's not this point that I'm going to have after my wedding and I'm going to eat food after my wedding. I cannot wait for the pancakes at my brunch. Don't forget. Like I, I think will it's always okay be this to person. glorify food and I think it's okay to love food. And mm. I think that in the past I've thought like, I'm not going to eat that food. 100%. I'm not going to do that. And when I stopped restricting myself and stopped looking at food as the enemy, but as something that could help me or fuel me, I think that that was a, a change for me. Um, like I want to eat protein pasta for dinner and not be like, oh my God. I just had pasta. I like, think it's not know, a healthy way of living. That, that's what I'm saying. So I, I just have to, everyone has to remember once you get to there, the job starts once you've lost the weight. Right. Because you have Absolutely. to maintain it. Yeah. Maintaining and I've is lost hard. the 60 pounds and gained it back before. When I was 25, I lost 60 pounds. I really wanted Joe to like me. It's not why he liked me, but it was something that I, I did it for a reason. He's loved you in every shape. He and always form. has. Mm-hmm. And then we started dating and we started eating yep. and I gained the 60 pounds. He's the same weight and I've lost it and I've gained it. And I, this time feels so much different for me. Yeah. You what, know? Absolutely. what I'd like to focus on to turn the conversation just a little bit. I think the audience would probably like to know like what we eat today or like what a few normal, like what are some staples that have helped you through this journey? like some items you turn to or some food, like let's talk food. We'll definitely let you know. Let's talk food. Casey, why don't you start us off? I love it. Um, I did want to touch upon, I don't know if this will, I think your your audience would really like to hear about um, the arrival fallacy. Like we were just talking. To, I, to I touch don't know upon. what the hell that is. Okay. Tell me what that I'm is. Like, so I finished my weight loss journey like end of February last year and I've, I've kept it off for almost a year now. Amazing. Um, you know, I had a tummy tuck, I had a breast lift. I'm like, I'm a new person, right? And then, then life, then it's like, okay, now I'm in the real world, right? And yeah, like, it's like you're born. You're like a you're fish like, out of water. You think 
once I lose 100 pounds, then this is going to happen. I hate that. Once I lose 100 pounds, then I'll find love. Or once I find you lose 100 pounds, that's the then, worst. Like, I'll you go to the next level of my career. But that's all a fallacy because there's never an arrival. You don't lose 100 pounds. What the hell is a fallacy? Are you saying like a fantasy? It's fake. It's it's not real. Got it. Yeah, it's a lie. It's like you are going to lose X amount of weight and then this is going to happen. It's not going to, because, you know, you you are still kind of who you are, even though, you know, we talked about identity shifting, but it's always going to be work, you know, especially as you're you're making choices for your future self as opposed to your old self. That muscle is going to grow stronger and stronger over time, and eventually it will just be second nature, right? Mm-hmm. You will make those choices naturally. But there is no arrival is what I'm saying. You don't lose the weight and it's all over. You need to constantly put yourself first and choose yourself and your health. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I will say, too, touching on something you said earlier about willpower, I read this quote that stuck with me about, willpower being a muscle that needs to be exercised. And the more you exercise the muscle, the stronger the muscle gets. That was something that motivated me in those moments of weakness when I was like, do I want this or do I not? Because then I was thinking to myself, I can exercise this muscle or not. It's a choice I can make. Mm -hmm. And then that does over time, the compound effect of the subconscious mind hearing that message in my head over and over again, Mm -hmm. it did become who I was. Um, Like, do I want this? Is this moment right now? Like everybody around me is eating X. Am I going to join in or am I not? Well, and you're like, why? Why do I feel like exactly. I need to in this moment? Exactly. And this is why I love that you incorporated these pauses mm. in, into your journey where you're like, okay, is this just because I'm bored? Like, is this what my exactly. future self would do? No. Getting in touch with myself about like the why behind the food, 100%. And I said this to Carly, I think it stuck with her a long time ago. Like holidays are the time, like Thanksgiving, I'm going to eat myself to sickness. Like, and I can't fucking wait. I want to be on the couch, like a dead animal. I want to like literally not be able to functionally move because I am so full at Thanksgiving. I don't care. That's going to be my MO for the rest of my life. Birthday parties. I want the cake. I want to know where the cake's from. I want to know the frosting color. I'm thinking about it prior to the birthday party. And now instead of being like, don't think about it, I'm thinking about it. And I'm excited about the cake. I love that. And I think for me, Events like Thanksgiving, events like birthdays, on top of the fact that there's delicious foods to enjoy, there's some intention behind it. Like you said, this is intentional because you are experiencing the community. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's where I've set a boundary for myself. I'm like, if I'm at this unbelievable restaurant with my friends or, you know, my date and I want to create this experience, right? It's like a memory that we're mm. going to share together. It's worth it. It's so funny you say that. So Lily has this habit where she will shove food in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So when, usually when I'm fasting. Mm-hmm. And I, I often feel... You're like, how'd you know? I was hungry. She's <laughs> always like, mama, you eat. Mama, you eat. And I'm like, no. And I constantly am saying no. And I'm, I sometimes wonder, am I giving her that bad vibe? Sometimes I sit at the round table with my family and I'm like, they're all eating pizza. And I might like be in a zone where I'm not eating it. And I make that pause to make that decision. Sometimes I look around, I'm like, the memory is more worth it for me to bite this pizza with my daughter than to be thin or yeah. thinner or whatever the hell the phrasing is. you're at a different is. stage in your life. That was so relevant to all of us. It's like, you're at that stage where like 80-20 is really something you're focusing on. I'm still in a weight loss zone right now. I'd still, I have 10 I'd no, like to lose. No, 100%, but, but yeah. you're losing that for my wedding though. No, 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 definitely not. Actually, I'm full, complete opposite of what you think. I'm fully losing that. 
for myself because there is a goal weight I've always wanted to be. I want to see what I look like. Yeah, but at that you don't weight. have a time that that needs to happen. Oh by. no, yes I do. What is it? I I would say that within the next six months I'd like to be down to the but goal that's, weight. I mean, ten pounds in six months. I oh, mean, it's ten pounds by your wedding. I would like to lose a total another twenty pounds. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood you. <laughs> so you want to be invisible. No, that wouldn't be invisible for me. It would just be my lowest weight. But the reason I want to do that too is because I've experienced what it feels like to gain 55 pounds pregnant and be at this higher weight. It's not comfortable to be fat and pregnant. It is uncomfortable. Your legs rub. You are worried about doctor's appointments. Your baby is hurts you. It's like not fun. No, I don't want that. Can we all agree that another difference this time for all of us is that we were not, we weren't losing weight from a place of self-hatred. It's oh, like, hell yeah. We were losing weight because from a place of self-love. Oh, instead. definitely. I never hated myself. That's, I, that's, a, that's something I can say. Like, I was always confident. I always felt like I was pretty. Like, mm-hmm. I always felt like I still had something to offer. Like, I, my weight didn't define my confidence ever, which I know that might not be for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I never allowed it to be something that stopped me. I think it was something internally that I didn't love about myself. I always felt like I was a skinny person stuck in a fat person's body. That's all I can say. That's all I can give you in my brain when I think about it. I, I was never lazy or like not wanting to do something or like it was more just like I didn't want to look that way or I didn't want to feel that way, yeah. you know? I think your your perspective is probably the rarer, rarer of the opportunities for somebody to feel that I can relate to that until I got pregnant and then had two babies back to back. I looked in the mirror and I had a body I didn't recognize. My boobs were bigger than ever. I had sagging skin. I had uh, stretch marks that had like deflated. I had a belly button that was now flattened. Mm-hmm. I did not know what my body was. I mean, so I had to learn what you're saying. Your perspective though is a good day on my day. You like, don't you forget that? A hundred percent, yeah. you like, that's in even being your sister. Like I look at you, I'm like, wow, good for you. You look great. And for me, I'm like, holy shit, I wish I looked like that. Well, after that I had perspective a is an important part you of know, this game. So it, I feel like, not that mine is worse than yours. No, I'm just no, saying no. to you. I think it's incredibly relevant what you said though, Casey, because I had to learn self-love of a body I didn't recognize. Yeah. So I looked in the mirror and I had to, a hundred percent look in the mirror and say, thank you body for giving me these babies. I accept you as you look and are. I think it helped. I had a man who loved me no matter what and told me I looked beautiful. That's one perk I can say I had on my side, but I agree with you very much. That is definitely a step one. Yeah. What was that for you? I agree with you. It's like, you know, just I'm I'm super spiritual and like I believe in manifestation and it's just, it's the law of attraction, right? It's like being grateful for it, being grateful for it before it happens, like feeling those feelings of love for this Mm. body before it happens. So what I would do is I would literally stand in the mirror, like naked. I would avoid mirrors naked. I would never freaking look at myself. No, just like get into the shower and be like, all right. And just never look at myself. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. Look at yourself. Looked at myself and anytime, I mean, in the beginning, lots of negative thoughts, of course, I would reframe it. I would say, you know, I would think, oh my God, you're fucking disgusting. Like who would ever want this, you know? And I would replace it with a positive thought. Mm. And in the beginning, it felt like I was lying. You know, I was like not believing it, but eventually you do. And especially as you're transforming and you're becoming this healthy person and you're like, wow, like, okay, 
like, I'm looking good, you know? And I'm like, thank you, legs, for being so strong. And thank you, body, for, for carrying me through. Like you said, mm. like, you, you feel this gratitude. And I think it was coming from a place of self-love and not a punishment. Not like, you have to lose weight because you're fat, and what did you do to yourself? Yeah. It's highly what, motivating to do it from a place of self-love. Yes, and you know, when you raise your vibration, and it's just like, instead of a downward spiral, it's an upward spiral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a huge part of I it. I love to hear that. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah. I think let's go to the point that I was trying to make earlier, of like the food. Yeah, I think yeah. it would be super helpful for the people listening. Like, what do you eat? Yeah. So what I'm eating now is pretty much paleo, like, like the program suggests, like 80% of the time. But I am switching my macros depending on my menstrual cycle now. Carbs. Which, which is something that I had never done. And were you scared of carbs? Oh, yeah. Girl, like terrified. Like, and that's all about self-concepts too. If you, if you think these carbs are going to blow you up, they fucking will. If you change your self-concept, it really changes your energy and it changes how your cells proliferate. It really, it's like, it's science. It's I just quantum. like to use the scale as too yeah. much of a tool, truthfully. Yeah. So yeah, cycling in and out of carb intake with your cycle is amazing and incorporating strategic fasting. Mm. So the first week of your period is a really, like starting day one, right, is an awesome time to fast. So I'll throw in like a 48 or a 72. And then I'll eat, like I eat tons of vegetables and like protein quality is a huge thing for me. Grass-fed, grass-finished, organic. organic. Yeah. I'm a psycho about that. I mean, it's so important. Pasture-raised eggs only. Absolutely. Like food, real freaking food. I really don't eat processed food. I do love to dine out. And usually I'll do that like after a fast. And if I'm going out, I'll just like probably... You'll eat normal though now. I'll eat normal. Yeah, I'm not like, going to be a crazy person, yeah. you know? And it's crazy. because like, I'm not going to go crazy. But I'll have a bite of dessert. I'll have a couple of bites of dessert. And I think that sometimes I'll have How a whole thing. How dainty of you. You know, it depends. If you and like it, keep going. Yeah, but I'll balance it. Like some sometimes I'll go out for, I'll go to Portland, Maine for three days and like go. You know what I mean? It's because conscious eating. It's conscious and, and to the point of connection. That's like, where the work comes it's in. It's with my sister yeah. or I'm on this amazing date and I'm like going to really enjoy this experience and really be present and and. I mean, food has been a part of community for, you know, millennia since the beginning of time. What are your meals? Like, give me your meals. Like, give me a standard lunch, a standard dinner, a standard snack for your weight loss. For your weight loss? Yeah, like for what you did to lose weight. Oh, my God. Let me think. I used to do, like, chopped salads all the time. No, you did six ounces. Wasn't it six ounces of chicken, six ounces of lean veggie? No, it was four ounces of lean protein. Four. Four ounces of, during the releasing phase, four ounces of lean protein, Four ounces of vegetables and four ounces of fruit. I would do chicken meatballs from Trader Joe's. Like, it was my freaking job. I love those. With, like, I would... That's what they want to know. Give them the things to buy. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the reboot is, like, if you just do the releasing on your own without the supplementation, without the coaching, it's not going to work for you. It's absolutely Uh, not She's not wrong. I've tried it. It's horrible. It's... it's the program is a program. Yeah, yeah, you have to be fully committed to whatever you're fully you committed to. You ate a lot to. of whole foods and you 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 <coughs> weighed your food. The the thing that didn't work for me about it is I'm really not good with leftovers. I need new food if I'm going to fully That's eat it. To know about yourself. So something that I can help the people that are listening is like I will eat chipotle. I won't get the rice. Oh, I eat chipotle all the time. Yeah, I will eat um Chick-fil-A. I'll get the grilled nuggets. Mm-hmm. I will eat um frozen meatballs all the time add sauce to it and pretend it's like like an um out out to dinner eating meatballs like I will Mm -hmm. make my food tasty that I actually want to eat it 
I won't just skimp. Like I'll put a little Parmesan cheese. I'm fine with those type of things. I have to be able to do that so I can have these habits for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So um, the heart healthy Joseph's pita at the, um, the deli aisle they're like three grams of carbs for a whole pita. I'll oh. put tuna in there. I'll put eggs in there. I'll make egg salad, but I'll use avocado mayo, not processed crappy mayo. Well, romanticizing um, your food. Yeah, also. like I, I really like the taste of food. I can't eat raw vegetables. I can't eat vegetables all the time. It's just not something I'm physically able to do. Um, carrots. Um, I would eat a lot of carrots. Peas and carrots frozen. I got from Rachel. Love peas and carrots frozen. Um, that was a vegetable I could eat a lot. Salad kits, my favorite, um, mm -hmm. because it's easy. I wouldn't eat the toppings on it, but it just made it feel like I was dining out. Something for me was like feeling like I didn't make the food or feeling like I was dining out, like was, was easy for me to eat a lot of the food because I do glorify food so much. So it was so hard for me to just eat like raw vegetables. Um, I ate probably my body weight a day in eggs. I, I don't, I keep eggs, I think in on the shelves. Eggs like I delish. eat so many eggs. <laughs> eggs are necessary. Hard boiled. I'll eat them for breakfast. I eat a lot of breakfast for dinner. Um, turkey bacon. I mean, I stuck to a lot of high protein, low carb, um, high vegetable foods. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. That's, I would eat rotisserie chicken. I would grab a rotisserie chicken on the way rotisserie home. Rotisserie chicken's great. Um, that was something I, I loved so much. Um, for a little bit, I did this diet called the 21 day hormone reset. I sent it to you guys yesterday. Um, that is no processed foods, no added food, like no added sugars. Mm -hmm. It basically, um, rebooted each one of your like fertility hormones. Um, so you kind of cut out a food every day. So it was, um, the first day you cut out red meat, no red meat. You couldn't eat that. So it was just chicken. I water. Um, the second day you cut out dairy. Mm -hmm. Dairy was very inflammatory for me. So I didn't focus on a lot of dairy eating. Um, the only dairy I would allow myself would be like a little Parmesan cheese, like a tiny bit, um, and a Greek yogurt with a lot of protein. Um, I like the two good Greek yogurts. Um, those are really good. And I also love Siggy's. I love their ingredients. That was important to me. Um, Siggy's is a staple. And the last food I ate a lot was chia seed pudding. That was something just because like constipation, I, I'd like to keep things moving and I really care about the fiber. I mean, um, that's a huge part of chia loss. seed, chia huge seed, pudding. um, and that was something I ate a lot. I stuck to the same foods though. I, um, that was going to be my answer. Yeah, that, Did you that, stick to the same I foods? I stuck Casey? to the same food. No, I'm a variety queen and they, <laughs> I just, yeah. I'm a huge foodie and I'm a cook. So even though during the releasing phase, it is a little restrictive yeah. and you know, it kind of, Restricts the creativity a little bit, but I've figured out a way to make it gourmet. hundred percent. I uh, did like, um, like bolognese. You did the I mushroom did. caps. Uh, didn't you do the mushroom burgers? Mushroom you made mushroom burgers, burgers, like pickles and mustard and red onion. I did all these um, beautiful soups I would put together. Soups are so healthy. My favorite was the pork and squash and apple with just like pumpkin pie spice that's smart with and i would do these caramelized um red onions that were like a I love free, caramelized onions i put them on steak i put them on like everything and i kind of just i had a lot of fun with it and i was as creative as i could be and i yeah. think that has to do with my success because i i'm the same as you carly like i f hate leftovers and i hate blandness so I made it as fun as I possibly could it's funny weight loss is I used to like glorify cooking like I'd be like Ugh, I'm, gonna, I'm the best cook like I'm gonna cook all these things I love cooking dinner I 
despise cooking now. No, no, no. It is like so weird. Like I can't even explain it to you. I'm like, I don't care if it's not fat. I don't want to cook it. I it just like, it's just not the vibe anymore. Whoever my new identity is. She it's just like not. It. She ain't a cook. I like okay. it for Thanksgiving. I'm good at it. Like I, I, I really am. I'm just, it's just not my MO anymore. I'm, I'm over it, to be honest with you. I'm over cooking. I'm over the ingredients. I, if it's not something that I really want to eat, like I'm keeping it plain and simple, to be completely honest. For me, it was about simplicity and it was about being repetitive. Um, it was more about the action of the plate also. Like for example, for dinner, mm-hmm. It also helps when you're cooking for children because you want them to have a balanced meal. For sure. So like that was something that actually really helped me. But um, I actually was just obsessed with broccoli. Like broccoli in my freezer was like a number one for me, but also spices. Like I needed a variety of spices that I could make things flavorful, Himalayan sea salt. So for me, when I had a quick moment to make a meal, I would just like pop in either chicken thighs with skin. Mm -hmm. I didn't worry about the fat or any of those things. And I would put some honey mustard spice on top. Um, and then bake it for like 30 minutes, let it get crispy on top. And I'd throw in either green beans and avocado oil with Himalayan sea salt, broccoli with Himalayan sea salt, any of those things. But I would repeat that. Mm-hmm. I would make that like my weeknight. She's very thing. telling the truth. I think my most repeated meal, what it was the easiest one was chicken meatballs from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. I know I already said this, but they're so good. Um, I would shave celery and ribbons of carrots Interesting. and like chop up. Um, cucumbers and put some dill in there and just because on the releasing phase of the reboot you cannot have any fat which was like I almost didn't do it because of that I'm like wow. fat is life fat I'm is like, good what fucking 90s bullshit is this but there is science behind it and it, it clearly it works but I would just load it up with Frank's Red Hot and it was unbelievable so you gotta have those meals I that you make you most, happy that would like literally the it's the the vegetables are hard for me that's the tough part you just have to find the vegetables you like like i would chop up peppers i can just raw i can only eat so many vegetables it just it's just that's why you just repeat yeah that just keeps sticking to the same shit for lunch i'm going to tell you guys right now everyone's surprised by this i was fine with fried chicken don't care love it love chicken fingers lot there for me was a difference between my weight loss phases of eating and my maintaining my weight yes. phases of eating. So there was different things I'd but eat. I respect that so much. Like uh, my goal is to get there once I, I get, and I, I know after this year of like going super hard, I'm going to try to mix in a little bit more of a 90, 10 lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and I say 90, 10, cause I'll get, I'll get to 80, 20 eventually. Yeah. You have to be gradual. But I don't want to just go cold Turkey, but I love a chicken fingers with salad. I, well, and so I when I had chicken normalized. fingers, I would always have celery juice. And I know that that's weird, but to me, like, okay, soul busy is all about the harmonious balance balance. of it all, right? Mm -hmm. If I would have a pint of Ben and Jerry's, which I would, I would have a pint of Ben and Jerry's, fine. I can eat that whole fucking thing. I could eat every single piece of that chocolate chip cookie dough. The next morning I was having celery juice or I was fasting. I was always with the balance. My snacks, just to list some off for you, if you're looking for some like nice replacements, Simple Mills crackers with cottage cheese was a go-to snack for me over and over and over again. Lesser evil popcorns, mm-hmm. a big thing. Also had nice fiber, so nice little duty in there. Um, sorry, I just said duty <laughs> on the podcast. Um, and then I think other snacks were like peppers and um, I, I would order out a lot too. Like if I was having Chipotle, like you said, I would just forego the white rice, yeah. double the veggies. If I was having, you know, Gianni's, I would have the chicken fingers with the salad. It's just, you know, those combos. Mm-hmm. Something for my sweet 
tooth girlies out there is the Lily's milk chocolate chips. Um, those fantastic. I love chocolate chips. So I basically will take those with a little coconut oil, put them in the microwave. I'll make them all melty and I'll get a parchment paper, put down, um, the like a little bit of a layer of the warm chocolate mm. on top. I'll put a nut butter of my choice just to get a little protein in there. You gotta get just a little protein. Just the, balance, get the, protein. the balance, yeah. I'll put another layer of the chocolate with a little sea salt. Put it right in the, the freezer, Snickers. and I'll make bark out of it. And I'll have it in my freezer. I'm like, I need something sweet. I need something sweet because I'm smart. And then I'll take a piece. It will be cold and it's wonderful. And if I eat too much of it, I don't feel guilty because I know it's okay for me. Um, and also, Lily's makes you makes you poop because it has fiber in it. That's amazing. Um, and, and the, the um, yeah. I forget what type of sweetener it is. It's a, it's a really Arethitol. healthy. Yeah, it's stevia. Yeah, Stev- something yeah. I can't say. Yeah. It's one of the only like artificial sweeteners I can have that doesn't make yeah. me feel like I want to die. I so, forego all lilies. the smart sweets, like those type of things. Those things so didn't I work for me. I was just going to say, I'd like to transition the conversation into two things and then start mm-hmm. to wrap up. One is the, uh, the art of restriction. Because I think we talked a lot about letting yourself, but I also think part of our journey was a lot about like restricting and fasting in those phases. And then lastly, I'd like to talk about the topic of working out. Casey, why don't you start us off and talk about a little bit about like fasting and restricting for you and how that helped in your journey. So fasting I'm using right now as a form of maintenance. Nice. Um, well, there was fasting during the reboot, like actually every single day, which is funny because it's not abnormal for me. I've been fasting for the past six years, every single day which now I know it's not good to do it every single day. But I think just as there are like seasons in life, there's ebbs and flows. I think, you know, constantly keeping the body guessing is so healthy for us. If you Mm. think about it from a primal standpoint, we didn't have three meals a day every day and we haven't evolved past those primal, like, you know, human Human nature. Yeah, You know, our, our cells are still the same. Our bodies still work exactly the same. So I think it's healthy to cycle in and out of times of feasting, and fasting mm. in times of switching up your macros, a little bit lower carb, a little bit higher carb. And it just so, oh, did you hear the Revere there? Cab. Cab. Sorry, guys. Slipped. No, we like it. Okay. Be you. I should, I mean, Cab. in there. Cab's a L <laughs> is from Revere. L is, L lives on Revere <laughs> Beach. <laughs> so, but now I'm syncing it with my cycle. Like I was touching on earlier, there are times during your cycle where it's better for you to fast in times you really need carbs. Like when you're ovulating, you should have some healthy carbs. And I'm not, ta- I'm not talking like pizza and ice cream. I'm talking like beans, sweet potato, I'm right. talking sweet potatoes, right. healthy, Even potatoes. but you Fiber. restricted yourself at times. Like let's oh, be absolutely. clear in order to lose weight. You do need to also be strict at times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I restricted myself for nine, nine months. Cause I think it's a confusing message. And that was something that was really confusing to me. Like when I would see people talking about food and like weight loss is like, they're like, just let it flow. Like just be like mindful or like, mm-hmm. I also had to digest the, the concept of like saying no a lot of the times. You can't lie to yourself during your weight loss. You have to be consistent. And the times that you're not consistent, you have to be like, I wasn't consistent, do better. Because when you go onto the scale and you're not down the weight, there's a reason. There's Mm -hmm. a reason for it. So like you have to be consistent in your brain and you have to be mentally there. But something I was just going to say about restriction is like, no, something I, in my 10, 15 years of life of being overweight cognizant, cognizantly, whatever the word is, cognitively, cognitively, and being like, Oh, that that cognizantly, I don't want anyone to listen to be like, Oh, that works for her. That's going to work for me. Oh, that works for her. That's going to work for me. I think that that's a very important message. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I've tried 
everything. Well, that's the I've, thing. We're all I've, yo-yo diverse prior to this I've weight loss. I've gotten the detox teas. I've gotten the fit me teas. I've gotten the ketos. I've gotten the factor meals. Weight watchers. I've done weight watchers. I've done cabbage every, soup diet. Cab. Oh, I've I did fucking Octavia. That was the worst. Oh my God. Oh my God. Octavia was the worst. We've done Octavia. Fuck you, Octavia. We've done it all. And let me tell you something, until it sticks, until you do something- I ate powder. For longer than- I remember that. You got to give yourself at least 90 days to stick to Powder. 90, I will say 90 days to stick to something. If you can do that for 90 days, then you know what works for you. That is the theme of this goddamn podcast though. It's like, you have to, I'm going to say what Carly says, put put your work in, but know the end goal and then just stick to something. No, you got to pick your path because I am, I have a, I think I had, I don't, I've never diagnosed this with anybody, but I do think I had a binge eating disorder and I do genuinely think that's something I had to overcome with myself and I wasn't overcoming it with anybody else but myself. Do you feel the same way? Casey, did you have binging? No. I no, did. I, I was an emotional I honestly eater. think that like I was always a, a pretty healthy person. I was always very active. My was metabolism it? was just fucking broken. I wasn't. Like, ask anyone. I was always healthy. It's, it, like you said, you feel like a, a thin person trapped in a fat person's yeah. body. That That's kind of what, what, what it was, you know? Um, so touching back on re- restriction, I don't know. Yes, you are setting healthy boundaries mm. around your commitment. I don't want to say, I don't want to say restriction so much. Um, I think that has like a negative connotation, but I understand what you're saying. I'm just kind like of like a no bullshit. Sugar. I'm not like emotional about these words, fat, skinny, restricted, yeah. not to me. Which I'm just good. like, that's healthy. I looked at well, my packages. I don't know if it's healthy. I don't know if all people would, yeah. uh, some people are probably much more sensitive than me in yeah. that regard. Yeah. But like to I'm me, I'm fucking like fat, that. skinnier, like whatever the hell I am. I'm just, I am. Yeah. I'm not that sensitive with I myself. I restricted carbs and sugar. Those are the two things. And to me, I allowed myself a little bit, but like I tried to stay under 30 grams and sugar. I was very, very low with. I do agree though, with the way you just said that though, in terms of I catered my life to my commitment. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I didn't. Um, one thing that was really tough, tough for me in the beginning was social settings. And cause what about social Casey, media? I mean, Social media, I never really put myself out there. It was always my work. Mm. I was like, my Instagram is a glorified like hair and makeup portfolio, but I did start putting myself out there on TikTok a year ago and I shared my journey, went viral and everyone thought I was lying. They're like, there's no fucking way you got weight loss surgery. You're a terrible person. I'm like, great, awesome. Um, <laughs> TikTok's a, a brutal place. It is a Could you also just tell everybody your handles now so that they can follow you? Yeah, I am at Casey Corbell, K-A-C-I-E-C-O-R. B-E-L-L-E. Not to be confused with this K. I'm like, I always think it's Casey. Because I want them to be able to find you. Yeah, on both platforms, TikTok and Instagram. Because you have great content there. So what happened when you started posting yourself? When I started, so I started my TikTok with the intention of kind of spearheading this word called beauty hacking. And it's like, I've always been a biohacker. I love it. I just love science and I love health. And I've always been a nerd about that kind of stuff. Dave (laughs) Ramsey. Um, more like Dave Asprey. I think it's Dave I'm, Asprey. I'm sorry, Asprey, Dave Asprey. Dave Asprey, Luke Story, like all the, the OG biohacker dudes. But no one's I really done it. I love following him. Oh, he's great. But, you know, women are underrepresented in the biohacking space. And I want to bring light to it because we're, we're very, you know, different fundamentally, mm-hmm. um, you know, biologically. But beauty hacking is like the combination of ancient wisdom and modern technology to be our most beautiful and radiant selves. And it all starts from within. So that's my message on TikTok. I barely talk about, like, I don't post my 
hair and makeup work. I will talk about all different subjects relating to beauty hacking, clean beauty, ways to maintain your youth and radiance in a natural and healthy way. But it does come down to how you feel about yourself and what you project into the world. So, but did social media at all affect your weight loss journey? Either of you? Me? Yeah. No. Comparing I mean, and contrasting. Other than finding the metabolism reboot on TikTok, it really, it really didn't. Because I don't really. I think maybe if I put myself on Instagram more, where people know me, they're like my closer friends. It would have, but I kind of, I hid guys. It, yeah, it didn't affect I, me though because I know people edit the shit out of themselves. Yeah. So like when I look at people's posts, I'm like, yo, you're fake. Oh, but you're talking those, about like comparison. Yeah, yeah like I'm yeah, like that's no. fake. But I will say what I thought was helpful on social media was tips and tricks, like mm. like making your algorithm sort of like feed your fuel your weight loss journey and like learn and educate and like um getting like cute little meals that you can make for your kids that are like also healthy but also healthy for you or whatnot I think it can be a nice tool yeah no TikTok's a great tool and especially like you said if your algorithm is like I always follow the girls who lost 90 100 pounds like yeah those I love those videos I love hearing the success stories but I do say sometimes I am um, disappointed with the success stories because it's not something that would work for me. Yeah. So I, I, I think I used to compare and be like, I can do that. She did that. I can do that. She did that. Like I, I can definitely do that. Don't want me to eat for 10 years. Fine. No problem. I'm going to try. Like I, I would get disappointed by those things. And yeah, I and, get that. And mentally that wasn't good. So I, I challenge people to be mentally strong when they go into their weight loss journey. And like, this is something you want to do for you, not for anybody yeah, else. I think that's the other because, point of self-love, but because it wasn't just for me. And I know you didn't work out and I know that wasn't a, a an initial thing for you. That was a journey I wanted to make for myself. Well, I want to talk about yeah. that. Cause I think that's such a confusing thing. Like I, actively chose to not work out mainly because I did not have the time with the children and I wanted to choose meditation and mindset, like cultivating the mindset of how yeah, I, I ate over the working out. That was like the reason. And so I only recently started to incorporate that. I lost all the weight though, without pretty much any working out. Um, and that was because I focused on the food and I think you can make abs in the kitchen. So like, did you work out Casey? So like I said, uh, during the releasing phase, you're not supposed to work out. You, I walked every single day. I did yoga. Light um, activity. Really, really super light. So you, anything like that spikes your cortisol, don't do it because it'll just have the opposite effect. But during the lock-in phase, which was the month, yeah, you incorporate working out. So you do HIT. You, you kind of alternate HIT with weight training. And that's for four weeks. But I did the program four times in a row. So as I cycled in and out, I would stop working out and then I would start working out. And now that I'm in my maintenance mode... I worked out a little bit, like not even a ton. Like the summer was absolutely crazy. Made all the excuses, but now, in the past like two months, I started lifting weights, and nice. now I'm on my like 2.0 glow up, where I want to be like a gym girly. Mm. And yes, yeah, so we and, phased it. That's yeah. the thing. Like I feel like I slow rolled this journey for myself, and I like even when I started to work out, I was like, I will add one day a week of weight training. Mm-hmm. one day a week. And some people could have had opinions. I know some people were like, well, you can add more. I'm like, nope, one day. Yep. And then recently I did that. I allowed myself to do that for six weeks. And I was like, okay, I committed to the one day. I'm adding another day. Yep. I like the slow roll because I'm committed to myself. And I know I can keep that consistency and do it for the long term, as opposed to being like, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. I'm going to go to the gym every day of the week. That's bullshit. And it will last two fucking weeks. Oh, and burn out, dude. Yeah, burn out. So I'm looking at it more of like, I want it to be a part of my life where I go when it feels right to me. Feels good. Yeah, like I try to go at 
I mean, at least I'll take it at least once a week if I go, but if I didn't go or some, sometimes I'll go four times in a week, sometimes I'll go two, sometimes I'll go three, but I like the like activity of knowing that's something I like to do, or I like try to walk my dogs more, or I'll try to do something yes. else that's active. Incorporating or, yeah, it. Like I'm not looking to be this like bodybuilder girl, like pretending I'm hot at the gym. I look like shit at the gym. By the way, I don't go. No, I just want to be very. You don't clear. do your makeup for the gym. No, no, no. At, I do. I go I don't to do Lifetime Chest. I, I do a these little girls bit. are wearing like these like custom suits with their hair and their makeup. I look like uh, a like uh, literal. There's my um, custom suit. Whatever. I look hideous. Custom tailored. I'm not, going, I'm not going for anyone else to, but myself. And the last two weeks, I've been working out with my dad. He's super physically fit. He gave me some tips and tricks. I've been taking those ticks, tips and tricks. I've been like, taking those ticks, taking those tips that I'm putting in my pants. And now I can do it myself and like I know what I'm doing. But I have to say, don't count out walking. It is don't a, count, I agree, don't walking. Count, don't discount walking. walking. Walking's wonderful. I think that the moral of the story is to do this right, to not be yo-yo you got to be on the journey and the journey is never ending, right? So like we're just entering new chapters of the journey. We're doing it together. We're doing it with our people. We're talking through it. What works for you? What works for me? And then we're getting mindful and then applying it. And I think that that's what makes this journey hard. It's a challenge. It is a challenge we enjoy, but it's also gratifying. Because like one thing I wanted to ask both of you is if you could say a message to your heavier self yourself that you hated or that you said you negative thoughts about in your head what would you say to that girl you want my honest I want I want real give it to me real I would say why didn't you start sooner Mm. and that's the truth I like that answer the truth is is that like I'm no bullshit when it comes to my weight loss journey there's a lot of people on the tiktok they're like be happy in the body you're in like blah 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 I hate that shit you can fake it till the Whatever you, you fake it till you, you are happy in your body. Cool. I, I power to you. You're lying. We all know you're lying. Everyone wants to go to Zara and fit in the jeans. It's yeah. a lie. I'm sorry. I start sooner. I have says. never said I'm more happy. I've never said I'm happy in my body. I'm more happy than I've ever been in my body, but I definitely still have more work to do. Yeah. I want to lose 40 more pounds in my lifetime. I want to be a certain weight and I don't want to go back. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. but like, I will say, why didn't you start sooner? Mm-hmm. What would you say to yourself? I'm going to take a little different angle on that. I would say thank you to my old self. Interesting. Because I believe that timing is everything. A hundred percent. And that it, divinely, I wasn't, I wasn't meant you to lose ready. weight until I, and, and I wasn't ready and I wasn't in the right mindset. I, like I said, I always did it from a place of self-hatred, but I am grateful for her and actually you know, sometimes I, I probably sound like a crazy person when I'm walking on the beach. I, I picture like my, my new future self, Celine, and Casey's still hanging out. She's like dancing down the beach and she's still there. And I'm just like, I talk to her sometimes. I'm like, how you doing? Like, you know, th- <laughs> thanks again, you know, for, for being who you were because you, you brought me to where I am now, essentially. Like, I, I don't have any regrets I'm really kind of at peace with who who I was and who I am now and I will say that I I am comfortable in my body for the first time ever ever and speaking to the gym girlies who wear the outfits that match and like the sneakers with socks and the the, the abs and the I hate sports bras I I signed up for a 10 mile race good for you sorry wow case I signed up for a 10 mile race end of um end of 
April 28th is when it is. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to start running. I, I get on the treadmill and this beautiful, per- oh, you per- said this, perfect yeah. girl. I'm like, old me would have been like, fuck it. Like, bye. Like, but I stayed and I hadn't run in a long time. Cause I, like I said, I had surgery uh, and it felt weird when I ran. It was like tingly, like as the nerves are starting to grow back and I just didn't feel ready to run. I had like lifted and done yoga and stuff, but um, never running. I was always afraid of it. So I'm like, she's going to judge me because I'm doing a walk run. It's like couch to 5k and she's like running. And I, I, this insecurity came over me, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm staying, I'm doing it. And I started running and I'm like, okay, this isn't hard. And I would run, I would run outside before weight loss and like my belly would be bouncing up and down. So afraid of being judged by everyone around me that it would stop me. I'm like, I look absolutely disgusting, blah, 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 like negative self-talk. And um, I actually felt, I was like tearing up this girl. I'm like, this girl thinks I'm fucking crazy um, because I felt free in my body. That's amazing. I felt free. And like I could move and I could do whatever I wanted to. And I'm going to run that 10 mile race. You know, yeah, you are. I'm going to do it, honey. Good for you. What about you, yeah. Rach? I honestly don't know the answer to my own question. I'm sitting here trying to like listen to you guys and think about my answer. I think well, you... I think I have, I've had a different path in journey. I think I've had moments where I've been thinner and like stayed thinner for a long time. And I feel like, I think for me, it would be more that I, you weren't ever an obese person. No, I was not obese. So it's, but I definitely wanted to be thinner. I I think for me, it would be probably be two things. One, I would say to her so much more fun, like, on this side, getting dressed in the morning. Oh, so God. much more fun. Like, I just love using my clothes. I missed my clothes. Um, I think the other thing, too, is that I use what I used to do a lot of is like a little bit of everything with my dieting and my exercise. Mm. And I think what happened was I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to eat this because it's keto and I'm going to eat this because it's low fat or like low sugar. And like, all of a sudden, I would look at my week of eating and I'd be like, wait, I did a little bit of everything. I'm doing nothing. So I think what I would have said to myself is like, stick to one fucking thing and stop being so varied with your path. Like just stay streamlined, stay on one path, educate yourself on one thing. Anything can work. Weight watchers can work. The metabolism reboot can work. Uh, Going internal and mindful and like making your own plan can work. It's just that you have to stick to something. So I think for me, I would have just said to myself, self, stop fucking listening to everyone Listen to yourself, pick that thing, stick to that thing, and go. Absolutely. And I think the older we get, the wiser we get, the more oh, yeah. we do work on ourselves, the more we clear that space and that like mental clutter. And as we start to get healthier and clear that like brain fog and like clear the chemicals out of our body, mm. we our intuition just gets stronger. Totally. Right? So as you sat down and you wrote your plan, I'm sure like the universe is speaking through you, dude. A hundred percent. And it's like, this is what you're, you're meant to do. A hundred percent. And know? it's not like I haven't done that before. Like I remember sitting on, I'm, I write on planes. I have like 15 journals in my meditation room. I looked through all of them. I've done this before. I'd be like, you're going to eat this and you're going to do it like this. Mm-hmm. I had, like you said, I, it, timing matters. I had to go through those moments to understand that that wasn't my moment. No. Do you know what I mean? Like this is my moment. And I understand I, this is sustainable for me. I've had people be like, is this sustainable for you though? Cause like in the past it hasn't been. And I only, I'm the only person that can answer that question to know, yes, it is a hundred percent because I know I did it the right way, but now it's time to prove it. Also, I remember when you guys did, what did you call it? Um, Octavia. Octavia. 
it was the same time I had just gotten off the call with Jared and you were like, do it with us. And I was like, I think I'm gonna do this other thing. And like, whatever. I know, I remember but, being like, oh, I want her to do it with us. And then I remember like that long time we didn't, we didn't see each other and I had started yeah. losing weight and blah, 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 blah. And then like seeing you I guys I had recently. the baby. Yes, but. Or no, this was after. Baby. I don't remember. Seeing you guys on the last photo shoot that we had together, I 100% know that you guys have energetically shifted into this. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I know you guys aren't going to go back. No. I can feel it. I know you're not going to go back. No. Yeah. And I think you need people who know that, too. It's really hard. I, I think, like, that needs to be stated. It's not this, mm-hmm. like, easy thing that just, like, happened. Yeah. It is it is hard to shift your brain. And like, I wasn't always someone that worked out. I wasn't always someone that ate healthy. Like I, it was just, I loved food. It's consistency. It, 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 it's knowing your end goal. It, it's sticking to one thing. It's shifting your identity to love instead of self hate. Mm-hmm. And it is drinking a fuck ton of water with electrolytes yes. all day. It is but black also, coffee. I agree with you. Like I still stick to, I would have said, why didn't you do it sooner? But you also have to be grateful for where you are. I agree. And, and like, it, it's like a mix of both of those things for me. It's like, be grateful for where you are or what you have, but also fight for yourself and your health and don't sit back and just pretend like everything's fine when it's not. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Choosing you know? your health, choosing yourself. Yeah. And ultimately- Choose, choose your health, choose yourself. And choose your joy. And do yeah. what's right for you. Like- mm-hmm. I, I challenge someone, don't just go sign up for the metabolism reboot because it worked for Casey. Don't do low carb because it worked for me and Rachel. Don't follow my fasting don't schedule. Don't fast because you but heard do. someone that but you maybe. look up to or listen to because it worked for them. Like, no, first take a pause and identify what, what for feels you. good for your specific lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a person who wants to just like, who is impatient and is like, fuck it, let's go. Like that worked for me. And you guys have, and you've, you've definitely both lost weight really, really fast too, but not as fast as you, Casey. But, um, and I, do I wish it was faster? Sure. Mm -hmm. But do I think I've tried to do what you did? It's not for my type of person. Mm -hmm. And, and I respect everything that happened and you did so well, but I, I don't know if it would have worked for me. I don't know. Well, I think the conclusion here is that we reclaimed our bodies, but we reclaimed our identity and we became the new version of ourselves, our highest self in this process. And we're still on that evolution of becoming that person. I think it's beautiful. I thank both of you for being on this journey with me. I think it's really special. And honestly, I'm just so proud of us. I'm so proud of us because um, it's really, it is very challenging. And I'm so happy for both of you. Like, forget about me for a second. I'm so happy for both of you. Like, and like, you guys are just so evolved, so energetically beautiful and I really do think you like have overcome so much shit. So like, great job. Love I'm you. happy for you, Rach. Well, I'm proud of all of us. I think we killed it. And if we helped one person, I'm happy. I mean, I'm really hungry right now is like really what is the I was just going to say, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm really hungry and I can't wait for croissants on my wedding day with you two. Yeah. And I will shove them both in your mouth. You can't say no. I can't wait for a and lifetime Elle, filled with food. Elle will be having croissants. So <laughs> Elle loves croissants. Rock out. Almond croissants. Peace out. Rock Congratulations. Out. Love you both. Thanks for being here, Casey. You're a wonderful guest. Follow Casey, you guys. And if you are interested in doing the Metabolism Reboot or reading her book that is coming out oh, soon. Yes. yes, we're doing a book about liver cleansing. Follow her. Back to the liver cleanse. She's a great mm-hmm. follow. She's just a great girly. I'm going to do the We're liver obsessed cleanse. with her. Um, we will be friends and support you always. And we're just so proud of you. So thank you guys. Over and out. Namaste. Yin Yang energy activated. Bye.